Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, May, Wednesday, May, it is May, it is, uh, it's midweek and mid-month, I don't know the day, today could be the 12th, I think, maybe, uh, God's blessings to you, I hope that wherever you are, uh, and, uh, and however you receive this, you just, uh, know of God's great love for you today. So let's continue walking through the Gospel of John, chapter 16. We will pick up exactly where we left off yesterday. Today is another short reading for us. Uh, today we'll read John 16, verses 12 to 15. So let's break open those four verses and see what God has for us today, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We, um, as, as Christians, we share this belief in a triune God, right? We, we profess the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that is something that it's, um, you know, it doesn't just pop out of nowhere. It wasn't something that came down from on high uh, that, uh, that the early church said, hey, you know, what about this three-in-one concept? Sure, that sounds good. Uh, it, it comes from, you know, places like Matthew 28, when he, Jesus, uh, in his great commission, invites them to go out and baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we see more of that here in John's gospel today, don't we? Where, where John, or Jesus talks not only about the Father and he being one. We've heard that numerous times in this Last Supper discourse, right? We've heard that time and again. He keeps going back to the Father and I are one, the Father and I are one. Well, now we're talking about the Spirit's unity in the midst of that. So I'll just kind of go over there uh, where it says, he, meaning the Spirit, will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and, and will declare to you the things that are coming. He, meaning the Spirit again, will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. So in a sense, what he's saying is everything that the Father has is is in Christ, that, that Christ has access to that, that Christ is one and united with that. And, and what he's saying is the Spirit has full access to what Christ has, that he will take from what is Christ and deliver it to us. Um, and uh, And so we see that, again, that 
that unity. I, I love that. I, I gave a reflection on this some years ago, and, and I just love the image, so forgive if you, you heard it. But that unity in diversity, that idea that God, God loves diversity. God loves it. You know, this is not the politically correct thing to say. And then we say that now because it's the, you know, the... 21st century or whatever, you know, we got to say that. No, no, that there, are, that, that God comes to us in this, this threeness that, that we have experienced God in these numerous ways, but yet they are one. And, and that unity that is held there that Jesus just brings forth, that there is nothing that Jesus possesses that the Spirit cannot have, and that there is nothing that God has that, that, that Christ can't have and possess. All are one, and everything they share is, is one in that. And that really is beautiful. Um, and so just a question, I guess, as we, we go through here, um, talking about the Trinity, when you pray, so this is not rhetorical, this is something for you to ponder. When you pray, to which aspect of the Trinity do you pray? Which aspect of the Trinity do you most relate with? Uh, is it God the Father? Is it God the Son? Is it God the Spirit? There's no wrong answer to that, right? Because everything one has is possessed by the other. And, uh, and, and the three are one. But what image speaks most to you, and where does that come from? I, I think for most of my life, I, it's, it's been Jesus Christ for me, and speaking to him like a companion, like a friend, like a brother, uh, like somebody who knows what it's like to be human. And, and lately, more, this, this, you know, readings like this that remind me that everything Christ has the Spirit has. That Holy Spirit is not just out there on, on the Spirit's own, uh, but is within you and I. And therefore, everything that Christ has is within us by virtue of the Spirit's presence in us, by virtue of our baptism into that uh, Holy Spirit, into that person of Christ, that we rise, that new creation, and the Spirit's presence is there, and the fullness of that in confirmation. That, that we carry that spirit within us, that spirit of Jesus Christ, and everything that was within him, we carry too. Uh, and just inviting that spirit uh, into all those aspects of who we are. Um, boy, it's wonderful and, I don't know, scary. It's just, it's... it's um, yeah. But, uh, okay, one other I have before I close for today, and that's this. In the beginning, Jesus says this, says to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when the Spirit comes, the Spirit, he will guide you to all truth. But, but that idea that He's certainly speaking to the apostles, the 12. You have, I have much more to tell you, but you're not ready for it. You know, Paul uses that image later of, of uh, he wants to give them and feed them meat, but they're not ready for that. They're just ready for a mother's milk. That's all that, that they're ready to wean on. But there's much more. Um, how do you feel when you hear something like that? 
that, that Jesus just as easily could be talking to you and me today. I have much more to tell you, but you're not able to bear it now, that uh, there's still area for growth within you. And the truths that he has for you and I, even if he were to share them right now with us, that we wouldn't be able to, that seed wouldn't find root. It wouldn't find purchase within us right now. There needs to be more tilling, more hoeing, more, uh, more preparing of the field before these truths can find us. I remember, um, so this is, you know, I think my 20, I don't remember, 29th year in ministry, I think. Um, and uh, my first 10 years I spent out west as a campus minister at uh, St. Paul's Newman Center in Laramie, Wyoming, and loved it at the University of Wyoming there. Loved the people, loved the ministry, loved my pastor because he was such a good teacher. And I just sat at his foot and I, feet and I learned so much, not one. He had more than one foot. Uh, but I sat at both of his feet and, and learned from him um, in so many different ways. And then I went to Sheboygan, Wisconsin, where I was a pastoral associate for six years. And I remember after being there for a year or two, there was a gal that I worked with. She was a lay minister and a volunteer within the church and did a lot of things. She was a wonderful and, and holy woman. And I remember one day she came in and said in the midst of her prayer that this came to her and the Spirit was prompting her to give it to me. Uh, this saying, and, and it said this, you have learned much. You have much to learn. And I have never forgotten that. Uh, and again, that was almost 20 years ago that this woman, uh, Kathy, gave this to me. You have learned much. You have much to learn. And I always thought, I wonder if I came across as somewhat arrogant in that, uh, in my early days of ministry at uh, at Saint Dominic in Sheboygan as pastoral associate, having been minister for ten years, having learned so much at the foot of Father Roger, at the foot again, remember, <laughs> at the feet. I, that was I, I'm sorry, Roger. God love you. Both of your feet were good. Um, having learned so much though, that I wonder if I came across as arrogant and and having all the answers. And, and the Spirit of God spoke through Kathy, just reminding me, yeah, you have learned much, but there's so much more you have to learn. In a sense, it was, it was Christ speaking to me. It was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Just what he said here, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. It's going to come through time and through openness and when your heart is ready and when that field is ready. My friends, I, I say that to you now. What Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, said to me, then, you have learned much. You have much to learn. And I don't say, I, I say that to me too. I say that to me too. And that is not something in judgment. It is not something in, um, in any way that is, is uh, condescending or looking down on. It's just, my friends, we have to know God is so much bigger. He is so much bigger than who we think God is. And we have not arrived at the end of any truths of who God is. 
Now, that doesn't mean we throw everything out that, and we start all over. I think we stand on the shoulders of the truths that we know, but know that even that doesn't encompass the fullness of who God is and what he is trying to teach us. You know, John Henry Carnell Newman had that wonderful quote, and I've used it here before, but the quote is this, to live is to change, and to be perfect is to have changed often. I think we can get very comfortable and feel secure in what we know about our faith and what we know God to be. And we can, in a sense, feel like we have arrived. But let me remind you, my friends, we are a pilgrim people. We are a pilgrim people, which means we are on a journey and we have not arrived at that journey. And there are some things within us that perhaps today our God is inviting us to let go of because they served us maybe in those earlier years of life but they don't serve us today because we need to let go of those so we can grasp onto something new we need to walk out on that high wire and 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 risk falling because we know we are going to fall into the arms of God and a security that maybe we didn't know that was there before and I know that's scary But brothers and sisters, we have learned much, but we have much left to learn. And that's an okay place to be. In fact, it's a very good place to be because Jesus tells us that. I have much more to tell you. We have not arrived. It's okay to let go of the things because that's not the security. The security is our God who is always bigger, not the things we think we know about God. Our security is God. And they may seem like I'm saying the same thing there, but I'm not. Our security is God. And if God is inviting us to new things, to let go of things that we thought we knew and and end details that we thought we knew, it's okay to let go of some of that in order for God to share more of who he is with us. God is always bigger. You have learned much. You and I have much to learn. Let's pray. And so again, let's just uh, bring everything, whatever's going on in your heart today, in your life, in in the lives of your people, your friends, the, the people around you today. Let's bring those to God in prayer. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third uh, joyful mystery. Uh, the birth of Christ, the incarnation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, blessed Wednesday to you, and uh, yeah, I just look forward to breaking open God's Word once again with all of you tomorrow. God's peace.